Hello, Hawks fans, and welcome to another episode of the Kettle Cast with your host, Forrest Willoughby. On this episode of the Cast, we're talking about the Hawks' 103 to 89 win over the New York Knicks. The Hawks get a series win, four to one, and Trey Young is magnificent in his last performance up at Madison Square Garden. The Hawks look forward to facing the Philadelphia 76ers in round two. And without further ado, let's get into it. The Hawks finish off the series 4-1 to and get a big win in round one against the New York Knicks. They finish the series off up in Madison Square Garden. Trey Young is spectacular. He ends the game after hitting a three-pointer with a bow as the crowd is having a standing ovation to celebrate the Knicks' fine season. But what a performance from the Hawks and what a way to back up some smack talk that Clint Capella had to say before this game. Um, on Tuesday before the game, the Hawks had a media session and Clint Capella talked about how the New York Knicks had talked a lot of smack, had been very physical, and he just said that, you know, the Hawks can be physical as well. The Hawks can talk smack as well. And the Hawks were looking to go up to the Madison Square Garden, get a win, and send the New York Knicks to vacation for this year. And the Hawks went up there and they did exactly that. This wasn't a really up-and-down game. In fact, it was a slog in the first half. Both teams would have scored 21 points in the first quarter, and then the Hawks would build a little bit of a lead in the second quarter, outscoring the Knicks 31-26 to to build a 52-47 to lead at the end of the first half. And then the third quarter would prove decisive as the Hawks held the Knicks to 15 points, would score 22, including... Um, a some big three-pointers from the Hawks, and then ultimately hold on to that uh, lead to get a big win in New York and claim the series. The Hawks, this young Hawks team, gets a first-round series win. Um, Nate McMillan gets his big win in the first round as well, and it is just awesome for the Hawks to go into New York, um, have a little bit of smack talk, have, have a little bit of juice going in, and get a win, really back it up. Now, the Hawks were definitely the better team. There was more talent on this Hawks team, but they went out and they showed it, and there was not a lot the Knicks could do. The Knicks actually played one of their better games this this series. They would have shoot the ball really well from three-point land, 12 of 30, 40%. The Hawks would be held to 9 of 34 from three-point land, but the Hawks would control the boards, and the Hawks would do a nice job of controlling the paint as well as they outscored the Knicks 44 to 30 there. Um, the Hawks would get a big performance from their star point guard. Trey would play 44 minutes, um, score 36 points, and really just control this game, especially from the second half on as the Hawks got a big win and now look forward to facing the 76ers in the second round. But let's look into some of these performances from each of the teams. Trey Young starts it for the Hawks. He played 41 minutes, his most minutes in any game. He was 10 of 28 from the field, 3 of 11 from three-point land his three got going in the second half again he finished this game hitting a three-pointer with under a minute to go and dropping a bow on the New York Nick fans he was 13 to 15 from the free throw line he finally got a little bit of respect from the refs I don't know if it was because the Hawks were wearing their white jerseys and so the refs maybe thought that the Hawks were the home team but we will take it he scored 36 points had nine assists two steals and just four turnovers DeAndre Hunter turned in his best performance of the series, 6 of 11 from the field, 1 of 1 from three-point land, his three-pointer being a huge three in the third quarter. He was 2 of 4 from uh, the free-throw line, 
for 15 points. He had three rebounds, an assist, a steal, and one block. Um, DeAndre had a really nice rebound and put back in the third quarter when it felt like the Knicks might be able to get back into the game if they were able to get a nice defensive possession and they weren't able to do it. But DeAndre Hunter was guarding the best offensive players on the Knicks, whether that was Randall or um, Derrick Rose. Rose had his worst game of the series, but Hunter was there and had his best offensive uh, performance of the series. And then it was really nice to see Hunter get going in game five. Click Capella talked a lot of smack going into this game. He would back it up fully, six of seven from the field, two of two from the free throw line for 14 points. He had 15 rebounds, five of those offensive, one steal, two emphatic blocks, and it was great. The Hawks got Capella going early. Trey had a nice lob to him to start the game, and it was good to see the Swiss Bank get th- get things done in this game, especially when he brought a lot of heat on himself with those comments he had before this game. John Collins was 5 of 9, 1 of 4 from three-point land, 2 of 3 on the free throw line for 13 points. He had 7 rebounds, a block. He played 35 minutes. You know that means he did not get in foul trouble. And it was just really good to see J.C. out there doing J.C. things. He will shoot better from the three-point line. The Hawks as a team will shoot better from then 9 of 34. But uh, John Collins is just a great weapon for the Hawks and continues to play really well. He had a nice block. He had a chase down block in, in transition, um, and it'll be fun to watch J.C. going forward. Bogdan Bogdanovich rounds out the starters, and this was his worst offensive game for the Hawks. He was just 4 of 11, 1 of 7 from three-point land for nine points. He did have seven rebounds, five assists, and two steals, so Bogey still finds a way to be productive even if his three-point shot isn't falling. But you want to see Bogey continue to shoot those three-pointers. And again, he is not shy. He got seven of them up, even if they weren't falling. For the bench, the Hawks bench did get outscored 16-27 to by the New York Knicks. But Kevin Herter came in and had a nice game. He had two big three-pointers for the Hawks. He would end the game with eight points, three rebounds, one assist, and a block. Lou Williams kind of got going. He was two of four, one of three on his three-pointers for five points. He had two rebounds and assists. Danilo Gallinari, after that big performance in Game 4, did not have the same impact in Game 5. He only had one point, two rebounds, and a steal. I thought Aneka Kongwu had his best performance in this series. He came in and had really six minutes of high energy. That's what you want to see from a young player. He was one of one from the field. He got a rebound and put it back in, which was huge for the Hawks. Um, Four rebounds, all of them offensive, and two blocks. It was really nice to see when Clint Capella went off the court. The Hawks could go to Aneka Kongwu and not have any drop on the defensive side of the ball. Um, he continues to improve. It's going to be interesting to see what Coach Nate McMillan does with him in the series against the Philadelphia 76ers. But really good to see a Kongwu continue to improve during this series and have kind of his best performance in the last game of the series. Finally, Solomon Hill came in. Provided his role as veteran enforcer, he got a technical foul. He played six minutes, no points, a rebound. And it's just that veteran enforcer that you want behind a team with a player like Trey Young. For the Knicks, it starts with Julius Randle. He was 8 of 21 from the field, 9 of 3 from three-point land. Or 3 of 9 from three-point land, excuse me. He ended the game with 23 points, 13 rebounds, 3 assists, but he did have 8 turnovers. There's a lot of hesitancy in uh, Julius Randle's game, he did get his three-point shot up. He was um, getting into the mid-range and getting that shot up as well. But there was a lot of times where he was really overthinking possessions. 
throwing balls out of bounds, and he just never really got the Knicks into this game at the after the first half ended. R.J. Barrett, 5 of 14 from the field, ended the game with 17 points, had 7 rebounds, 5 assists a block. Reggie Bullock was going early. He had four three-pointers in the first half that ultimately would be all of his three-pointers in this game for 12 points. He had two assists, a steal, and a block, and his lack of shooting in the second half really held this Knicks team back. Finally, Derrick Rose had his worst game of the series, just 3 of 11 uh, from the field for six points. He had three rebounds, five assists. Off the bench, the Knicks got nice production from Alec Burks, who had 12 points, six rebounds, and four assists. And Obi Toppin continued his strong play with 11 points and two steals off the bench. But the Hawks came in, and they really did what they said they were going to do. They never let the Knicks build a big lead. They never let this New York crowd really get into the game and get, you know, be able to have a ton to cheer about. In the first half, there wasn't a lead bigger than six points either way. And the Hawks kind of did a... Did, did not do themselves any uh, service by missing a ton of three-pointers. There's plenty of opportunity. The Hawks were getting open looks at the three-point line. They just weren't falling um, before Kevin Herter came in and hit a couple three-pointers. But um, early in the game, it looked like the Knicks were going to be able to have this game kind of be played at their pace. Again, the first quarter entered, ended 21-all, and uh, the sec- it looked like this game was slated to go under – 100 points on both sides, it would be finished, you know, around 90 to 80 or something like that, which certainly favors the Knicks. But the Hawks slowly got into their offensive groove. They slowly got onto the offensive boards as well. They would out-rebound the Knicks 48 to 45, both teams having 14 offensive rebounds. But the Hawks would outscore the Knicks on the second chance points, 21 to 19. Um, And again, outscore the Knicks in the paint, 44 to 30. Finally, the Hawks were able to get into that free throw where the free throw disparity was really in the Hawks' favor. They would be 20 of 26 from the free throw line while the Knicks were just 15 of 18. I thought the refs were doing a good job of kind of letting the teams play in this game five. Uh, the Knicks were, you know, playing for their playoff lives. They were trying to extend the series to game six, um, and the refs certainly know it, and the Hawks weren't. Weren't backing down from the physical play from the Knicks. Uh, Nerlens Noel and Reggie Bullock tried to get physical with the Hawks. Ultimately, a couple technicals would be called in this game. And in fact, the third quarter would start with Trey Young shooting a technical free throw, which would push, push the lead from five to six. But it didn't really matter as the Hawks really dominated that third quarter. They would start start the quarter with a 9-0 run and finish the quarter with a 7-0 run building a 10-point lead at the end of the third quarter and start the fourth quarter with a 13-3 run, and that was really the game. There was just no way that the Knicks were going to be able to score over 90 points in this game, and they would finish with 89 points. But just really great to see the Hawks go up into New York, into hostile territory, and with this young team, close out a series. Um, there was some thought after what Clint Capella said, talking about how physical the Knicks wanted to be the trash talking that was going on that maybe, you know, Clint Capella had pushed some extra pressure on this Hawks team that um, there was more work to be done, that it wasn't okay for Clint Capella to come out and and really say, you know, we're going up to New York and we want to send them on vacation. Personally, I have no problem with what Clint Capella said. I kind of liked it, in fact, and 
um, when you're getting into the playoffs, you can't be scared about what the other team's going to do. This was a game five anyway. The Knicks were going to throw everything they had, everything including the kitchen sink onto the court. And um, Clint Capella was just really talking about his confidence and his teammates. And after the, after the game, he was asked about his comments and asked if he like felt comforted that they were able to back, back it up. And he just said, this is the team I've played with all season. And, you know, I knew they were going to be able to have my back. And we, we came up and took care of business. Um, at the end of the fourth quarter, again, Trey Young hit a three with under a minute to go. And that kind of put the game like fully out of distance. And as the fans were getting up to celebrate their team and how well this Knicks team performed this season, Trey Young took a bow and he was asked about that bow after the game. And he said, you know, I've done that before in high school after a game winner, I gave a bow and I'm up in New York and I know, you know, in New York, there's a lot of, a lot of shows with Broadway around here. And, you know, they, they bow at the end of the the show and I, I bowed at the end of this show. So, um, Trey Young showed out 36 points and nine assists. You get to bow at the end of that, especially in an elimination game and one where the Hawks took care of business, but it was a ton of fun to watch this team. This team has no fear. Um, certainly they were the most, more talented team in this first round matchup. Um, and that bore itself out in the four, one series win, um, but and now they will go up and face a much, much better team in the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, who finished the regular season with the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, who finished off the Washington Wizards on the same night as the Hawks finishing off the Knicks, but are missing their MVP candidate, big man, and Joel Embiid. I think the Hawks have a very good chance. Certainly, this will be a competitive series, and it'll be a ton of fun. The Hawks have gotten healthy at the exact right time of this season, and they have shown no fear, and it has been a ton of fun to watch this team. They went up to New York. They took care of business, and I expect them to have no fear as they go up to Philadelphia. One of the big things that really got the Hawks on the right track in this series was going up and winning Game 1 in Madison Square Garden, and I expect the Hawks to go up and try to get one of the two games on the road that start the series with the Philadelphia 76ers. This series won't start until Sunday, and we will be here. The Kettlecast will be there here to get you ready for that series, talk about what happened during the regular season, and talk about what I expect to happen during the series. But big win from the Hawks. Come out. Um, they do not let the Knicks build any sort of lead or get any sort of momentum and ultimately take over in the second half. Trey Young is masterful, 36 points, 9 assists. And the Hawks did a big first-round win over the New York Knicks. Really exciting to see this young team make that jump, and it is something to look forward to as they play the Philadelphia 76ers going forward. Go Hawks! Thank you for catching this episode of the KettleCast. You can reach me at kettlecast at gmail.com. Go Hawks!